Hello, and welcome to the Seventh River. I'm your gracious host, Flame Void. And today's topic is Race to the Bottom, Part 2, Female Hypocrisy. Now, I was going to upload a podcast that was highlighting many points in which women have become total hypocrites and have practiced hypocrisy in many of the things that they are now doing since they are now controlling the window of society or how we frame society today. And if you listen to my last podcast, I was very direct on talking about how all of society is now running off of how they see things and in how they see things it has totally affected the family the state the way we pay money to how we even deal with ourselves and on this podcast i was going to continue with it by highlighting the points in which they are hypocrites but it's so apparent I don't want to delve into it because it it makes me upset. So I want to really delve into what's the results of that hypocrisy. Because that's a subject in which a lot of people do not spend a lot of time talking about. The old saying of the Bible is one of the oldest concepts is you shall reap what you sow. Or basically... From what you have planted and what you have done, you receive the just results of your, therefore, practices. And a lot of women of today do not want the crop that is coming up. Because the seeds that have been planted by their foremothers 60 years ago at this point has produced a very, very bad crop. And my mother, you know, I I love her to death. I talk about her all the time. But uh, she's a very wise woman. She birthed four boys, and none of us have outside children. None of us are married yet, but we don't have any kids running around. All of us are employed, making really good money. Most of us are the pillars in our respective communities and known as being upstanding and gentlemen. But... There's something my mother told me that really ties into what's going on today. She said, just like most mothers will want their sons to marry into their own race or within their own communities in which they come from. My mother said something to me to the effect of, son, I don't care what color she is or where she comes from as long as she loves you and she loves God. Which is actually very amazing. Because in many cases, with female hypocrisy, they don't care about so much the skin color of the man anymore. They care about his height, his wallet, and whether he will capitulate to how she feels. Will he, a masculine man who now is in a long-term relationship with a good-looking woman, will he now turn on the very principles in which made him the man he is that's desirable? 
And women, for many cases, expect this man to go back on his morals, his beliefs, and become a hypocrite. Just like she's a hypocrite. And she's a hypocrite because the type of woman she portrayed herself to be to get that man is not ultimately who she actually is within that relationship. And I say this based on a lot of evidence and a lot of things I've seen because look at the marriage rate, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the marriage rate. It's around 24%. And while a lot of people sit here and be like, well, the marriage rate is because men and women. That's a true statement. But like I said in many of my podcasts, women control sex, men control marriage. But what makes a man walk away from a vow? What makes a man willing to go back on his word? And nine out of ten times, what it is is female hypocrisy. Now, hypocrisy, if you look up the word, it says a pretense of having a virtuous character. All right, let's stop right there. A virtuous character. Nine out of ten times, when a man hears a woman to the virtual character, he believes that she is kind, sweet, can communicate effectively. She's trustworthy. She believes in morals and holds herself accountable. And she is equal to him in terms of representing herself as a true individual. She will speak up. All right. And even still with a virtuous character, he doesn't think she would lie, cheat, manipulate, or try to mess with his mind to which she becomes the dominant factor in choosing how they will live or the dominant factor in determining what he will do with his time or effort in that relationship. Moving on, moral or religious beliefs or principles, right? Guys will believe that a woman is moral. Look at her family. See if she comes from a two-parent household. And if she's a Christian or has some faith that holds her accountable, like Catholicism, Christianity, or something like that. Guys will be looking for women that have a faith that holds them accountable. That says that cheating, lying, um, polygamy for most part without his knowledge or open relationships or, or stabbing him in the back stealing his money being a thief is wrong and she will hold to these principles all right these principles are her foundation she will not go to the left she will not stray to the right now we all aren't perfect but you know that's what he's going for when he's dealing with a female that he's so choose to be with this is what he thinks her character is, all right? But in many cases, and many, many is anything over, I say many is anything over 20%, all right? Majority is over 50%. But we're going to go with 
what the marriage rate is right now, which is 24%. Now, the marriage uh, success rate for a first-term marriage is 50%. Second, third, and fourth marriages all go down further than that. In many of the cases, many of the men who break their vow, it's because their wife was not really what she pretended to be. That moral character... That virtual character she was supposed to have, those religious beliefs which he thought and she claimed to be her moral foundation was not true. And even worse, if you follow the second definition, it says pretense of having some desirable or publicly approved attitude. A lot of society is presenting a publicly approved attitude for women as being Sugar and sweet, uh, sugar and spice and everything nice. But a lot of men are finding out in their relationship, she's anything but sweet. She's rude, crude, abusive with both her words and her hands. She's not ladylike. She's willing to manipulate him. Stab him in the back. Put him in positions in which he has to betray his own morality, his own mind, in which to stick in a relationship that does not serve his desires. And his desires and her desires have to complement each other or they have to at least compromise with each other to get along. The good book says that uh, one... Correction, two cannot walk together unless they agree. And in many cases, we are finding that because of female hypocrisy and in, in all things from height discrimination and dating to money um, discrimination in relationships and in dating, meaning that if she makes more than him, she will talk down to him or expect him as a lesser the lesser in the relationship of making money to pay for everything as if he had more money and her money is purely hers. The discrimination in being honest and trustworthy. All right. Women expect men to be open and honest and tell them how they feel in a relationship. Well, knowing that when he opens up and be totally open about his inadequacy and the things that make him scared, she is therefore going to lose interest in him. Y'all know it's true. Or seek out a another male who is more dominant and will not share his feelings of inadequacy or insecurity with her. And therefore, will be the man who's going to be blowing her back out. Now, y'all, will some people on this channel will say, well, you know, that's not always true. No one is saying that everything I say here is true. What I'm saying is that majority of the things I say here are true and many of the things I'm telling you I've seen in either reading seeing or been told this by people I trust so there is some truth behind it no one is 100% accurate with anything except for the good lord but based on what we keep seeing alright this is what's going on alright Many men, because of these things, are starting to break their vows of marriage. All right.
right? Another thing is that men finally figure out that their depression. Because yes, you can be smiling in a relationship and it'd be serving your wife's needs and your relationship partner's needs and everything on the surface seems to be wonderful. Y'all having sex and you're getting along and everything else is going, but you're depressed. Or rather, he's depressed. And she is on top of the world, just felt so loved and bouncing around. And he's depressed and she doesn't even know it. And he doesn't even know why he's depressed. And I can tell you why he's depressed. He's depressed because his entire relationship, he's probably serving. Serving, serving, serving. Going here, doing that, being here for the kids' recital, picking up her clothing, remembering to be romantic, making her feel like she's the center of his world. Going, 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 going. And then he asks himself one day when he finally gets a minute to sit down on a couch and not have the, the you know, the husband do list bothering him. What has she done for me lately? When's the last time she told me she loved me? When's the last time she rubbed my back or made my favorite meal? When's the last time she dressed up just for me to make me feel appreciated? That crap will have you depressed as a man when you start to learn that she's the happiest when you're just serving and she's not serving you or even being an equal partner in that relationship. It hurts. And as more and more men hit this point or hit another point, which is super popular today and falls right in line with the hypocrisy thing, you know, when you walk down that aisle, you sit before that preacher or uh, magistrate or judge saying you're going to be monogamous. And then two or three years down the road, you find out your wife has a work husband or she wants an open marriage or she's now officially polygamous or she's now finding a new spiritual outlet in which she wants to rediscover her life and rediscover her body with somebody else which is not you even though y'all got kids a house and bills to pay she wants to be fun and loose with somebody else outside of you and while she says, oh, you know, we're going to I want to have an open relationship. You know, I'm rediscovering myself. And, you know, you go down that road if, if you're a fool. If you're in this situation, don't do it. But you go down this road. She finds a man. She's getting all this free dick because, as I always say, dick is cheap. You finally find somebody who's willing to do and pay what you're worth as a man and doesn't want anybody else, you'll start to see the difference. You're no longer depressed. You're no longer unhappy. You're no longer feeling like you're used. You want to give that person time. They want to give you their time. You want to work together and grow things. Once your wife sees that, or your girlfriend sees that, she wants to close the relationship. The relationship's over. You can't go back. These are some of the reasons why men are sick and tired of it. This is why a lot of men see that relationships, marriage, and a lot of this stuff 
it's a race to the bottom because without families, you can't raise solid children. And the end result of this, all right, all this wonderful stuff, the end result of it is men not giving a crap, not caring, not males, because males, you know, they just run around, they have no morals, they have no lineage, they don't know what the heck's going on, they're not going to be stand-up guys or care for the weak, the sick, and and, and protect the, the stranger and pay their taxes and be upright individuals, they're not going to do that. Many of them, it takes them years to get there because no one taught them. They have to weed through a lot of crap to get there. But for the men, the ones who's earned the title, they're going to get to the point where they don't care. They don't care. It don't matter. They'll avoid women. They'll avoid responsibilities that they do not have to take care of. They won't stand in the gap. They won't boost women up they're not going to put their lives on the line and make a woman's life seem more valuable than his because she can reproduce no he'll look around and be like hmm population size for the united states is uh, 51 or 52 percent female therefore i'm in the minority and therefore i'm going to be selfish i'm going to take care of myself and as more and more men keep getting cheated within their relationships and ladies don't 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 get me wrong there are some horrible men out there but on the grand scale marriage is becoming for the upper crust not just for the common man most common families now are cohabitating i mean in some states they cut down the cohabitation period from being nine years so where they're down to five and some states are down to like three years of living together they're trying to try to make you guys married why because they can get more money and the more money doesn't come from y'all living together more money comes from the divorce when y'all divorce the government gets a piece of all that child support yeah they get a piece of that they get a piece out of all this stuff but it all comes down to this female hypocrisy women within relationships or within dating not living up to what they have first put out as what they are most of the quotes we used to say 40 to 50 years ago which is passed down from grandmothers to sons and mothers to sons teaching their sons this is how women act this is what you should be looking for guys go out there and think they found it and come home and they get married and they find out it's a freaking dud it was just the frosting it wasn't the cake or it was the the beautiful bells and whistles on the outside but once you went inside into the house the foundation sucked the walls have molded you have black mold and you got holes that's what they're finding and after that man gets through and tries to rebuild it and fix it guess what he gets a divorce after he's sick and tired of improving and building in that crap. Guess what? The court's going to charge him full price for a, a, a fix a, a fixer-up project. And some women, I know y'all going to say, you know, you feel insulted that I'm calling some of your sister fixer-up project, but y'all see that crap? Y'all see it. When you get married, you come as a full half there. Two halves make a whole. Men Man was not uh, was not made to exist alone, and women were not made to exist alone. You need each other. But if one comes to the table saying they're bringing 500 when they're really only bringing five, 
and the other guys bring his full 500 and expected to make up what she has brought it's not fair it's not equal or if you're going through a relationship and one steadily starts to withdraw and the other one is increasing giving at what point does the one who continues to give get sick and tired of giving and just wants to just jump break his vow and when he breaks his vow he's gonna join the tribe of I don't give a flying crap I don't care about society I really don't care about most of these kids unless they are upstanding individuals who have proven themselves I'm not gonna trust a woman's word and I'm not going to trust them around myself alone that's what the race to the bottom is really getting to men not caring men not giving an F men buying robots as companions which that's going to be a reality people it's coming there are going to be a lot of butthurt women when they find out their boyfriends or their husbands who they live with and they haven't had sex with for weeks on end and months on end, only when she feels like it, has bought a robot not only to clean the garage, but to give him blowjobs and affection that she refuses to. Or she's decided she doesn't want to do. Or she finds it's beneath her. Because yes, it's it has happened. I've been married. Blowjobs become few and far between because... She doesn't have to do that anymore. The sex stuff we used to do all the time is no longer on the menu anymore because her decision has changed and you have to deal with it. And once we get to this point, do you really think men are going to invest in anything that doesn't serve them? Back in the day, it used to be fine for women to be a little bit selfish and care about themselves and stuff. Why? Because they're a care-based creature. Women are care-based creatures. They rate themselves first and their ego first. And when they have kids, the kids come up first. And they're really good women. It goes husband, children, and then everything else. Really good women. Great women. Women you want to keep. But more and more, that's not apparent anymore. And because of this, even good men, great men, are starting to say, hmm, if that what passes for good and that passes as the acceptable attitude to be selfish even within married, and that is an approvable way for women to act within marriage or relationships or out in the public decorum, her safety first over everyone else, and men are supposed to be shipwreck and, and as I said in my last video, frame everything through her viewpoint, meaning that she gets the best, the brightest, the most protection, everything, while they get whatever is left over. Men are going to stop caring. You reap what you sow. And that's when most of society starts to crumble. Your politicians, your leaders all get corrupt. Because if you can't hold women accountable who are supposed to be equal to men, accountable for their fraud, lying, cheating, deceptive behavior in marriage or outside of marriage, but you still hold men accountable to the letter, guess what? I'm not going to sign up for that deal and I'm going to cheat as much as she cheats. And when you get 
the people, the men who are supposed to be the foundation, who are supposed to stop the buck, who are supposed to hold everyone accountable, doing the same thing as the women in which we have promoted and pushed to the top of the ranking and saying they are what all society should be and they're mostly hypocrites. Don't expect men to hold the same line they used to because what you promote is what you put your money towards. And if you put all your money towards females who are primarily being shown to be frauds, cheaters, liars, not having moral characters in the most part, and that's over 50% of them, then guess what? Don't expect men to be any better. And the ones who do hold themselves accountable and to a higher standard, expect for them to only pay for what they're getting and for ones who deserve it. This is how your society fails. This is how we run to straight ruin. When good men fail to stop evil, evil overruns everything. And those were my thoughts on the race to the bottom, female hypocrisy. I hope something I said made you think and inspired you. Please leave me a comment and say something to me now. Let me know you're out there. All right, now, take care. And once again, this is Seventh River and your gracious host, Flame Void, sending out. All right, now, bye.